0: Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank a National Association, member FDIC.
2: Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Welcome to Stuff
3: Mom Never Told You from HowStuffWorks.com. Welcome to the podcast. This is Molly. And I'm Kristen. Kristen, the topic for the today is the hot flash. Hot flash. I would say it's probably the most uh famous or infamous uh symbol of menopause. Mm-hmm. And it's it's so often used as a punchline. I feel like that's how I knew. It's just those movies or TV shows where a middle-aged woman just starts banning herself, having just a hot flash, breaks out in a sweat. But the more research I did on them, it's no laughing matter. It is no laughing matter. A hot flash
1: is not a pleasant experience. It can last anywhere from two minutes, which
3: that's okay. Two, I can handle two minutes of heat. But how about a 30-minute hot flash? And, you know, it's it's one thing just to say you get really hot. But listen to this description that's on our website, HowStuffWorks.com. You experience a sudden wave of intense heat rushing through your body. Within seconds of its arrival, this strange feeling that you're experiencing causes you to sweat, and you'd swear that your skin is on fire. As foolish as it sounds, you feel like stripping off the clothing that you're wearing and finding the coolest place you can, even if it's the middle of winter. Within minutes or even hours in some cases, the feeling passes, and this odd sensation disappears just as quickly as it arrived. I mean, I oh, if I was experiencing that, I'd get out of the way.
1: Just get out of the way. I just Sounds like like meeting a uh, also like a, a stereotype of meeting like a sexy stranger on a train. You
3: know? <laughs> that's true. But far worse. Maybe that's a way to like spice up the hot flashes uh reputation.
1: Just call it a sexy visitor. The sexy
3: visitor feeling.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think menopausal women would appreciate it that much. Because while hot flashes can be brief, lasting only a few minutes, they can come up. Over a period
3: of five plus years, Mm
1: -hmm. five plus years, Molly.
3: And well, and you know, it it varies so much from woman to woman as, as most things tend to do, but that five plus marker can be really scary when you're trying to figure out the way that you're going to treat your hot flashes, which we'll talk about a little bit later, but let's get into why this happens, Kristen, because everyone associates this phenomenon with menopause, but what specifically is going on in the body that causes the sexy visitor on the train feeling hot flashes
1: originate in the hypothalamus. And this is a part of the brain that regulates the body's temperature. And it's linked so often to menopause because levels of estrogen and testosterone will influence the hypothalamus. And during menopause, when levels of estrogen drop, the hypothalamus will think that the body
3: is overheated and go into overdrive. Right. All your blood vessels dilate, which causes more blood to rush through the vessels very rapidly, which is what results in those symptoms like a feeling of warmth or intense heat, uh, pressure in your head as that blood really starts pumping, sweating, the flush appearance, rapid heartbeat. And then um, it's like if your body thinks it's overheated and it's cooling down, that's why you get chilled almost immediately after the hot flash subsides. And this is experienced by 75% of women who are going through menopause. No fun.
1: But there are environmental factors that can influence the frequency of hot flashes as well, such as smoking. Women who smoke are more likely to get hot flashes. Uh, women with a high... Body mass index tend to have more hot flashes, people who are physically inactive, and also ethnicity has a correlation to hot flashes. Um, According to Discovery Health, more African-American women report menopausal hot flashes, and they're also less common in women of Japanese and Chinese descent.
3: But I did read, Kristen, that they just don't know if that's because the Asian women won't report a hot flash Mm. um, or if they really do experience them less because you know, probably not the easiest thing to talk about with your doctor. And it's not, it's, it's one of those things that really can't be measured per se. It's all about your subjective experience of what what you're going through. And you might hear hot flashes referred to
1: as night sweats. Um, In 61% of women who are going through menopause, hot flashes or night sweats will wake them up in the middle of the night.
3: Although we did come across a study that um, it tracked women Who claimed they were frequently woken up in the night by hot flashes and they found that during the first half of the night it was a hot flash that woke the women up during the second half of the night when the women were in deeper sleep the things that were actually waking them up were things like sleep apnea and restless leg syndrome so that's it's instead of solving a puzzle for researchers that gave them something else to work on because right now what people are trying to figure out is how hot flashes and other symptoms of menopause are related to these other conditions mm-hmm. uh, that women of a certain age experience for example Depression is a big one. Right. There is seems to be a huge connection between uh, depression, menopause,
1: and hot flashes. And doctors have tried to figure out whether or not depression precedes the onset of hot flashes or if hot flashes start and then the depression begins. Because one of the main therapies that doctors are now using prescribing for hot flashes are different types of antidepressants.
3: So what they did with this study that was reported uh, by Mass General Hospital, the Center for Women's Health, is they examined whether depression came first or the hot flashes came first. And according to the study that lasted 10 years, uh, 57% of the women, of the 70 women who experienced both hot flashes and depressive symptoms, 57% of the women expressed experienced the depressive symptoms first, 19% experienced the hot flashes first and 24% said that the symptoms emerged concurrently. So again, something's going, I mean, granted, if you're having these really extreme uh, hot flashes, I can see how that brings depression on. Mm -hmm. But with 57% of women saying they experienced the depressive symptoms first and nearly a quarter saying that they happen at the same time, there's something linked there. And, you know, we always talk about hormones are this mysterious thing that researchers can't quite figure out. But this is another example of how you know, doctors and researchers aren't sure what's causing what, how they can treat one and treat the other. It's, it's very interesting to see how they're unraveling these connections in the body.
1: And a recent study on the effect of the antidepressant Lexapro on relieving hot flashes had a very interesting result um, that says a lot about this potential mind-body connection with, uh, with menopause. Uh, the, researchers had one group of study participants take the Lexapro for hot flashes and they gave the other group a placebo. Now, while the uh, study participants were taking their placebo or Lexapro, uh, about 55% of the people on Lexapro experienced a decrease by at least half of hot flash frequency. And then for the folks taking the placebo, about 36% of the women experienced hot flash relief. But... After they stopped taking their placebo or the Lexapro, the women who had just been taking the Lexapro immediately experienced a resurgence in hot flashes. However, the people who were taking the placebo pills continued to have the lowered incidence rate of Hot flashes.
3: Right. Really interesting that maybe the mind can work some magic over the body, control these kinds of hot flashes. Although I'm sure that any woman who's had a hot flash says this is not in my mind. And if I could control it with my mind, I would. Right. But this study is really interesting because antidepressants are one of the main therapies being considered right now for hot flashes. And to go back to Kristen's, uh, pointing out that these can last for more than five years. I mean, to be on an antidepressant for five years is a really scary prospect to some women. And that's I mean, that's sort of what you have to weigh uh, against these odds when you consider some of the therapies available. For example, one of the main therapies for some women who are candidates for it is hormone replacement therapy. But because of this landmark study that linked hormone replacement therapy with an increase of rate of heart disease, stroke, blood clots, uh, hormone replacement therapy is only an option. You know, they tell you to be on the lowest possible dose for the shortest amount of time possible. So when you're thinking of, you know, you really can't do that for five years, how are we going to deal with these hot flashes? A lot of women don't deal with them. It's it, You don't have to get treatment for them if they're not affecting your life. So after the controversy surrounding hormone replacement
1: therapy, the market for natural remedies for hot flashes and other menopausal symptoms has skyrocketed. Uh, there was an article in the New York Times from 2009 reporting that uh, the market grew from. $211 million to $339 million in 2007. And this is just for dietary supplements associated with menopause. And a lot of those dietary supplements will um, involve things like soy and red clover that are supposed to sort of, I guess, perform the same type of role as the estrogen replacement. And
3: another one that you'll see is black cohosh. And, you know, we have an article on our site, Kristen, called How to Treat Menopause with Aromatherapy. So if you're looking for another natural option, according to Kathy Kivel, essential oils that ease hot flashes include clary sage, lemon and peppermint.
1: Yeah, especially uh, geraniums. The essential oils from geraniums
3: supposed to be. Very relieving, hot but, flashes. But the fact that so many things can start uh, competing for our attention in this treatment spectrum when we really don't even know of a foolproof method to treat things is, you know, it's telling. It's another one of these conditions that affect women that uh, doctors haven't quite figured out yet and don't know exactly how to treat. And that may be why so many women don't report hot flashes to their doctor or don't seek treatment for them in any way. But women are not, we should mention, the only people who can experience Hot flashes. Exactly. Although we tend to associate hot flashes
1: with menopausal women, guess what, men? You can get them, too. And uh, a lot of times men who get hot flashes are those who have gone through prostate cancer or have had their prostate removed for some reason because like the drop in estrogen that triggers the hypothalamus going haywire and then setting off the hot flashes in men, drops in testosterone will also interfere with the hypothalamus and cause a similar effect with body temperature. But prostate cancer is not the only thing linked to hot flashes in men, a number of Conditions can also cause them, including hyperthyroidism, low blood sugar, and hypoglycemia.
3: And, you know, menopausal women are not the only women who have hot flashes either. Uh, About 1 in 100 women will start experiencing the symptoms of menopause before age 40. And this is linked to a condition called primary ovarian insufficiency, or POI. And it's not not very common, but uh, it's worth talking to your doctor about Uh, Other symptoms of this condition include uh, irregular periods, because what will eventually happen with POI is you're usually rendered infertile, and then you'll become at risk for bone fractures and heart disease, which is why it's important to start talking to your doctor about it. Um, And so women who experience those really early onset symptoms may have that condition.
1: Now, the National Institutes of Health uh, noted that this used to be referred to as premature menopause, or premature ovarian failure, but research has since shown that ovarian function is unpredictable a lot of times in these women. And sometimes it can turn off, but then also turn on and you will go, um, go on to produce eggs.
3: So menopause, not the only thing that can cause a hot flash, though 75% of women going through menopause do experience them. Mm-hmm. And like we said, the treatment ranges from doing nothing and just trying to alleviate Environmental factors, you know, keeping the air conditioning on, even when it's winter, that, that can be, you know, a simple fix. Breathing exercises to relax your body. Mm -hmm. And not eating spicy food or smoking if those are triggers. Mm -hmm. But we want to hear from our listeners about what has worked for you. I mean, we can read a dozen articles that talk about wearing loose fitting clothing to bed so you don't have a hot flash that wakes you up. But we want to know what worked for you. So email us at momstuff at howstuffworks.com and we will share with everyone else your menopause pot flash tips so
1: well in the meantime i've got an email here from helena and this is in response to our recent podcast on lying and she says i actually paused the podcast to write this to you in your podcast online you state that people generally don't tell lies about themselves that would make themselves look worse However, I've noticed, much to my dismay, that I've told lies about my grades. In college, I was the kid messing up your curve. What can I say? Linear algebra just spoke to me. I was good at it. Nonetheless, you'd never catch me admitting it. When a group of fellow students approached me to ask if I was the one who got the A-plus on the last test, I'd deny it. When the professor would ask me how I'd gotten a certain answer to a difficult problem, I shrugged it off as a lucky guess and made a self-deprecating joke to deflect attention. I was mad math girl, but I guarded my secret identity like Clark Kent. Years later, looking back, I'm very annoyed at young math girl. People will still like you if you're a smart little math girl. Boys will still ask you out. Girls will still want to be your friend. Lies that downplay your intellect are silly. Indeed. I think we've all been guilty of that every now and then.
3: I sure hope the math girl superhero takes off. Do you ever lie about podcast girl, Molly? Of course not would never lie about this sacred space between us <laughs> if you've got something to tell us hopefully not a lie because we treasure your honesty that's right send us an email the email address is mom stuff at howstuffworks.com you can also follow us at facebook and on twitter uh, we try and post fun things there frequently and we also try to post to our blog it's called stuff mom never told you and it's at howstuffworks.com